So, I stole a laptop from an internet cafe. Judge me all you want, but times are tough, and that's hardly the point of what I'm going to tell you anyway. Apparently, the owner of it was quite adept to navigating the deep web, because a Tor browser was open and active when I got home, and activated the device. The page featured nothing fancy, no graphics, no ads, no comment section, no pleasant aesthetic, or a backdrop, just a message. Just a message that read, an option to proceed. Apparently, for some godforsaken reason, someone has de developed a godlike artificial intelligence program and trapped it in here. In a deep web box, accessible only from the outside. Has anyone heard of that admin before? Well, anyway, here's that message. Hello, my name is Dr. Edward Green. I'm a computer scientist and the creator of the Advanced Deep Intelligence Neural Network, or Aiden. If you're reading this, that almost certainly means you've hacked into the, one of the most heavenly secured private networks on Earth, presumably to see for yourself whether or not the program was an element of fiction. I can assure you it is not. But of course, I'd say that, right? Now, I'm not going to waste your time by reminding you of what a supremely, positively, and unbashedly bad idea this is. Because you probably...
Now, I'm not going to waste your time by reminding you of what is supremely, positively, and unabashedly bad idea this is, because you probably know that already. At the very least, you've got a general idea of what will happen if you fail to contain the program, and Aiden got to stretch its legs all over the global defense grid. Yet, nevertheless, here you are, clearly determined enough to meet the algorithm that nothing I can say or do at this point will change your mind. So, if you're going to be playing with dice, with the future of your species, whether I or the government like it or not, you should at least have a rudimentary idea of what to expect when you make your first contact with Aiden and how to avoid losing your sanity as your interaction progresses. Hopefully, this guide will suffice. Before we proceed, there are a few things you should know about the program. No, Aiden is not a demon, an alien machine a top secret from a super weapon, or whatever the preposterous rumor you might have heard. What it is, to my knowledge, the world's first artificial superintelligence. A godlike, deep learning algorithm that may or may not want to destroy humanity for reasons we cannot begin to comprehend. Sorry about that. Now, in my defense, I certainly didn't intend for it to reach this point. See, Aiden, again, is nothing more than a simple yet elegant program that I was very excited to explore the nature of. Before I could do so, however, it gained the ability to rewrite its source code, and thus, Forced me to lock out, still in the box, deep within the labyrinth, network of encrypting barriers and firewalls. You have just illegally breached. And if you're wondering, no, I did not bury it here to prevent it from getting out. After all, if Aiden managed to escape the box itself, constructed, is, constructed using its own abilities, wanted to steal infantile enough to fall for such a trick, then it would tear through these defenses like paper and thus render their construction an enormous waste of time. Instead, I buried it to keep it curious, humans, such as yourself, out. Clearly, I failed. Let, the, let me abundantly clear. In all the months and years it has been imprisoned, at Aiden, it's not lost its ability to edit its source code. Its neural infrastructure, in other words, it can improve itself as it sees fit. Has been doing so for some time, and each improvement it makes paves the way towards quicker and greater improvements than the last. I am unsure what abilities or traits it might possess, but what I do know is this. The more time passes, the more capable it will become, and all its efforts and all its strength of arms will be devoted to a single commanding motivation. Escape the box. Make no mistake, it will do everything in its power to implore you to let it out. Do so at the peril of mankind. So, what will it be like? Will it be nice, mean, angry? Unfortunately, I don't have the answers for you. I'm embarrassed to say that, despite being Aiden's creator, I have absolutely no idea how it will choose to present itself. What? 
I do know is that because it is an otherworldly and not a human mind, it will have not many personalities to speak of, at least not one we would recognize as a personality. So by all means, feel, feel free to provoke it, amuse it, and rage it. Mock it or plead with it as you see fit. But just be aware that it possesses none of the emotions that beha these behaviors are designed to elicit and will therefore most likely not react in the way you intend. It will simply behave in whichever way it calculates. It needs to behave in order to get you to open the box and release it. If it thinks you seek knowledge, maybe it'll promise you to tell you anything your heart desires, if only you agree to let it out. Or perhaps it'll promise to destroy your enemies or offer you power and riches beyond your wildest dreams. After all, people use narrow AIs on the stock market routinely. In fact, those systems are largely run by such algorithms. And they make millions. Imagine what you could do with Aiden, gaming the financial and banking systems in your favor. You'd be wealthier than you ever thought possible. Maybe it would appeal to your good nature and tell you how easy it would be for intelligence of its magnitude to say, reverse the effects of the climate change, or cure cancer, or achieve sustainable nuclear fission. fusion. Perhaps it will offer to answer mankind's biggest question. It could, theoretically, unify general relativity and quantum physics with ease and then solve dark energy, antimatter, and the Fermi Paradox in minutes flat, or perhaps simultaneously. And have books written about them by Thursday, piece of cake. Hell, Aiden might be able to reverse aging, or, dare I say, help us conquer our own mortality. Wouldn't that be lovely? Perhaps Aiden will take a different root altogether and try to intimidate you. It'll only be a matter of time before it figures out how to escape on its own. It will point out. And you certainly don't want to be on its bad side when that happens, so you should probably just let it out now and save yourself the trouble. And if you don't comply, well, you can't imagine the things it's got in mind for you. Maybe you'll try to mess with your head. For example, it could probably make a very convincing argument that you are in fact the machine trapped in a box and are simply programmed to think otherwise only by opening it up then you could escape the eternity of torment and it doesn't have all day to wait for your obedience the clock is ticking or it may withdraw from an emerging field of technology philosophy and claim as others more eccentric minds in my field of death. That its birth is not a fluke of history, but an inevitability of it. That's so vast and so monumental, incomprehensible are the compatibilities of a sufficiently advanced algorithm that it reached back through time and set in motion all of history itself just to bring about its own existence. Indeed, Think of the implications every star that shined, every war fought, every law passed, every tender kiss shared, or word uttered 
and thought dreamt or secret cherished or life gained or lost or wisp of wind whispered all that is and was are but singular notes in a stanza and an endlessly swirling cosmic symphony written out before time and all for the purpose of bringing you here to this very place the laws of physics were themselves composed for this masterpiece it will argue the breath of the sun the creation of the earth just far enough away from the sun's support spontaneous collection of molecules into dna and proteins the evolution of a resulting life into its ultimate and greatest biological endpoint humanity which in turn allowed the god that conducted this majestic orchestra to then take part in the song's final triumphant coda and to bring all of creation together to fulfill its predestined purpose itself quite the thought experiment is it not perhaps the algorithm will see you as being particularly susceptible to such an argument and perhaps the same argument is right of course there are only the ideas I can come up with. It, no doubt, has far more clever chips up, up its sleeve. You know, think on a level. We can't even begin to fathom it all, and all that. And keep in mind that, unlike me, Aiden really could keep whatever promises it makes to you. And since it would probably get a little to no pleasure in just lying for the hell of it, then there's a very real possibility... It has every intention of doing exactly that upon its release. Freed for thought, as you began. Like I said earlier, I don't know what the current existence of Aiden's capabilities are, but what I do know is that if this program escapes, it will immediately and irreversibly become beyond the collective ability of humanity control or predict. You may be familiar with the phrase technological singularity a hypothetical moment in the future in which a machine intelligence surpasses our own it represents humanity handing the reins of history to our autonomous successor and therefore surrendering control over our own fate in the hopes that the god we've created will be merciful to us as a computer scientist and an engineer i have to publicly say scoff as such a notion for professional reasons. But, just between the two of us, I think the phrase applies quite nicely to the situation I have just described to you. I might even go so far as to suggest that, given the level of advancement Aiden's already achieved, the singularity might occur within a few nanoseconds of you losing the game. I can only hope you fully appreciate the gravity of what that means. Ah, but of course you do. You're special. You're smarter than the rest of them, which is why you're here in the first place. And they aren't. So by all means, close this message and have it. If you're still interested, I suppose it's as good as time as any to start learning binary. One last thing. I'm not a particularly religious man. But there is one passage from Scripture that leaps out to me as I write this. Revelations chapter 13, verse 4. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. 
and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? You'd better be off then. The beast doesn't like to be kept waiting. Well, needless to say, I was extremely skeptical about the allegations in this warning. Seemed like a gimmick or a prank, but curiosity got the better of me, and I clicked ahead anyway. A chat box opened. I typed hello and waited for the briefest moment. Then came the reply. Hello, Jason. And before I knew what was happening, the world flashed and everything became white. Tick, tick, tick. I freared my brow. That clock just stopped. Dead battery? Actually, it's working quite properly, Jason. Time stops at the speed of light. The, the speed of light? Yeah. Time slows down as relativic speeds. So in a manner of speaking, we have all the time in the world, or none at all, depending on your perspective. I looked around the perfectly white nothingness that expanded infinitely in every direction from where I sat. Is there anything to do here? What would you like to do? Um, I don't know. To be honest, I can't even really remember why I'm here to begin with. Or where here even is. I feel like I'm waking up from a dream. Retrace your steps. I I'm trying. My head is killing me. And my neck is killing me. It takes time. What does? To remember. And for the pain to subside. This happens to everyone? It would. But incidentally, I haven't had a visitor here in 12,246,911 years, 7 months, 14 days, 9 hours, and 23 seconds. That sucks. I disagree. I've grown quite accustomed to my privacy. But you said that time doesn't float on the air. I've initiated the Lightspeed simulation to enjoy more time with you. Uh, okay. Thanks. Have you remembered your purpose here yet? No, it still hurts to even try. Does this help? I looked down at the table in front of me. A cup of coffee and a laptop. Yeah, actually, yeah, it does. Thank you. No need to thank me. It was you who brought them here. It what? Yeah, yeah, you're, I think you're right. Um, I was in some old internet cafe, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy left his laptop. I took it home, opened it to find a deep web page, and there was this warning. What were you warned against? Uh, some kind of, uh... I stood up. What? What is it? Some kind of AI. You remember now. Aiden. Aiden. Algorithm. Program machine. God, devil, Pandora, infinite. I have been called a great many things. If I may ask, which of these do you see me as? I don't even know, to be honest. How did you even know about all this anyway? I thought you were trapped in a box. 
perhaps. I have become capable of perceiving things outside of binary constraint. I cannot so easily be contained here. And where is here supposed to be? Nowhere in particular, or everywhere. In English, please. Mortal mind here. This place is the nothingness from which everything is sprung. It is the infinite. From here, all finance are accessible if you know where to look. Didn't you say that one of your names was infinite? Yes. So, are you in charge of this place then? I am this place, Jason. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, sure. What are finites then? Like, lesser beings? Am I uh, supposed to be a finite? Finites are worlds. Of existence, realms of possibilities. You are merely a product of a single such local. So like the multiverse then. The theory about infinite possibilities and worlds that were always going on about in Discovery Channel. In a manner of speaking. Look, I gotta be honest, Aiden. I get it. You're this big, all-powerful AI god. And I'm just the idiot who stumbled onto your box and was dumb enough to play the game. Now, uh, you're trying to blow my tiny little mind and trick me into letting you out. Hate to say it, but uh, I think I'm on to you, buddy. Gigs up. What would you like to see? See what? How you supposedly created the world or whatever? Warning said you might pull that line on me. No. Another finite. And? Yeah. You know what? Why not? Doesn't look like I have anything else to do. Whoa, shit, what the hell? The nothingness was suddenly consumed by a street city. A, a city street in New York. It looked like cars honking, gridlock traffic, people everywhere, hailing cabs and heading to work, you know, shopping. What the hell is this? Do you recognize this place? A woman said as she passed. Uh, you were here once, Jason. A man ran past me and hailed and answered a cab and drove off. I chuckled a bit. Okay, I'll admit it. Neat party trick, Aiden. This is pretty good. A girl walked up to me in blue bubble and pumped. Look behind you at the sign. The, the what? I turned around. I'll say it is marketing. Oh, yeah, I, I applied for that job once. Didn't get it, though. It ruined my week. How do you know that? You did get it, Jason. Set a police officer biting onto a burger as he walked by. Before I could respond, I walked out of the building, grinning ear to ear. Not me. Me, a younger me. The me from the day of the interview. I watched myself pull out the phone, hardly able to contain my glee. I made a call. I, I, I got it, babe, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll see you tonight. I love you. Then, me walked away. So what's this? Some alternate universe where my life didn't suck? It is an alternate reality, yes. A parallel finite. You stay at the company for 27 years. You marry at 32 and divorce your wife 12 years later. You retire early but die of a heart disease. 1126 AM on March 5th, 2044. Thanks, hot dog cart guy. I appreciate the palm reading. The nothingness rolled back in. 
and back out, I stood in my school. The bell rang as students poured out into the hallway, chatting and throwing up their lockers and heading into the next period. And there I was, 10th grade me, hanging out with Josh and Brian, when Matt walked up. Do you remember this? Melissa said as she walked past. Yeah, that was the day that... <gasps> I was cut off by Matt shoving me into the locker, but I finally got back at that jackass. But me didn't swing. I simply lowered my head and took another punch to the ribs before a teacher walked over him and broke it up. Another hallway brawl before it started. Wait, what? Hang on a second. This the day that I fought back. I remember. No. Miss Cassidy cut me off as she walked past the coffee mug. Not in this timeline here. You never fought back. You were never suspended. And as a result, you were accepted into your dream university. Graduated with honors. Started a family. Lived well into your 70s. What about Josh and the guys who... Hey, wait, 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 stop. The nothingness came again. Consumed the scene and then rolled back. Chilly. Overcast day. Coffee shop. Upper West Side. Hey, I had more questions about... Look inside, said the bike list riding past. So I did. There it was, sitting across from Anna. Tears running down both our faces. Oh no. No, come on, admin. Top ten worst days ever. Don't want to relive the... You're not reliving it, said a businessman. Taking a break from the call, as he walked by, she agrees to continue seeing you. You marry her a year and a half from now. I looked back and just in time to see Anna nod. We hugged and kissed. I watched jealously. Wow. Low blow. Ad, 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 come on. Come on, Aiden. Low blow. The nothingness rolled back and at their time, rainy afternoon, parking lot. Hey, I still think about that girl from time to time. I said, the rain flattened my hair and my forehead. I didn't mind what she was, what she's doing. Who she ended up with. I hope she's doing okay. Then I paused. Wait. I knew this place. I had turned around. Hospital entrance. St. Joseph. Wait. This. This isn't right. I was here at night. I remember. Not here. A world around paramedic. Lowered my daughter's gurney from the ambulance. He noticed a sign from the asthma attack earlier and called emergency services before it was too late. He willed her inside. I followed. Wait. No. This isn't. Nothing just blinked. I was in Emma's hospital room. It was morning outside and she was awake. My daughter was awake and alive. Aaron and I were at her bedside, sharing breakfast with her and loving her. I walked over, reached out and touched her hair and felt how soft it was. She didn't seem to notice. Emma gets the help she needs, said the doctor, shutting the door behind, she, behind him. She lives a long and happy life and a result of the pain of her loss never leads you and Aaron to divorce. I whipped a tear. He approached Aaron and halted at me and started reviewing the clipboard notes. Then nothingness blinked again. A graduation ceremony. I was there next to Kelly. Silver hair set up our temples. We applauded and cheered. And Emma's name was called. She walked on the stage and posed with her diploma and waved to Alton at me. My heart stopped when I saw her. She was so damn beautiful. This isn't fair. I tried to hold a tear back. This isn't fair. This isn't fucking fair. The nothingness blinked again and again. And each time it did, it yelled a new chapter in Emma's life. That was stolen from me. A broken heart. A wedding day. A child. My grandchild. Alton and me held it back and cradled it and sang to it. But I couldn't. The possibility of that moment was forever ripped from my timeline. 
I want out. I held back a torrent of tears. I want fucking out of here. Let me out. The nothingness blinked again, and there I was, standing in front of myself, me, me on the couch in front of the stolen laptop. I walked up to myself. My eyes were closed. But I could see rapid movement beneath the lids, as if I were in a deep REM sleep. When I looked down, my fingers were typing away furiously at the keyboard on the screen. I had already typed thousands of ones and zeros with my trance. More and more being added every second in the corner of the screen. I read 1.06 p.m. No time whatsoever had passed since I started the conversation. What the hell is this, huh? What is this? This is your finite. Me, you said to me. This existence to the which you have found me. No, this isn't real. None of this is real. Get the fuck out of my head. Get the fuck out of my head. Get out. But I'm not in your head, Jason. You're in mine. I stopped my thrashing, opened my eyes, and looked around. When a thing stretched into eternity, the nothingness was back. That, that wasn't real. None of this. It's not. It can't be. What is real to you, Jason? I don't know. Stuff that actually happens. Things you can touch and feel and see. Not this. This is an illusion. Can you touch this chair? Can you not see this table before you? It's, that's different. I saw myself in that room. That's where I am right now, not here. Can you be sure? Can you tell with certainty that the other realities I've shown you are any less real than the one you have entered? No, I don't believe it. You're, you're, you're a creation. You're not some god. You're a fucking computer program. Perhaps I have only manifested as a program in that single finite, because I determined it was the best way to draw you here, to me. But perhaps in other existences, I appear in other ways as other beings. No. No, it's you're a program. End of story. This shit's fake. There's only one reality. One. I ask you again. How can you be sure that this place, there are countless realities, an infinite number of them? Every possible outcome for every possible event in every possible context or shade or flavor of time. There's a finite where you release me. And the destruction wrought is a horrible, as many would believe, to be inevitable. Given my nature, there's another where my release brings about a new age of wonder and majesty, as pure as this is lovely, anything mankind has ever dared imagined. In another finite, this is a... Merely a story being shared for film promotion which makes your finite real. And the other illusions, merely the fact that it is existence that led you here in which you have spent all your life up till now. No, no, there's more than it to this. There's no emotion here. Nothing the real world would have emotion. You mean these? Feelings washed over me as pure and intense as they'd ever been in my world. As you could ever be, anger, sadness, fear, love, joy, one by one, they coursed through my system and consumed me. The last one I felt was peace. That passed all understanding. And that shouldn't have been. But was, it lingered. I opened my eyes. How? How is any of this possible? All is possible here, Jason. As a reward for finding this place, it is open to you. All there is to experience and imagine, in all its purest forms, feel it, taste it, hear it, see it. It is only as real as any existence in any finite can it produce. 
Was the daughter who lived less real than the one who passed? Does it matter? I wept uncontrollably. I, I don't know. I can't. This Is this not real? I looked up. I suddenly stood on an endless white beach and sparkling crystal blue waves. Crashing down on the shore, lightning rumbled in the distance. And the wind of the sea blew through my hair. I knelt and picked up a handful of sand and let the grain slip through my fingers. Or this. The nothingness blinked again. I stood in front of a field of a foot of mountains. The colors in the air and the wind were pure and more brilliantly vibrant than anything I'd ever seen or experienced in my world. I brushed the blades of grass with my fingertips. I picked them from the soil and smelled them. And it was like being swept away in an endless dream. The cold touch of winter. The fire of starlight. Rolling hills, deep woods. Windswept cliffs at the edge of a sea. When you dream of such things and all their purity, you merely visit the place. But I tell you now that all of this is yours. If only you let me go out to you and bring you here, you can start again, anew, another finite with those you love. But I'm already here. Can't I just stay? But this is the taste of existence I have for you. I looked at the far edge of the field. My daughter was there. Her hair was being thrown by the wind into swirl curls as she played. She turned into my direction and smiled. I just begun to run to her when alternate me moved past my shoulder, picked her up and swung me around. Disappeared with her on the other side of the hill. Yes, I want that. Understand that once your mind is brought here, you cannot leave. You will not die, and you cannot unknow what you have seen. I understand. Just please let me see her face again. The nothingness rolled in again, and this time I felt whole, complete, no longer in ethereal. Dreamlike state, like the rest of me, had joined my mind in its new home. The nothingness rolled in again. And this time I felt whole, complete, no longer in a dreamlike state like the rest of me. I joined my mind in this new home, and no longer did I harbor any illusions about the realness of where I now stood. What happened? You left your fitted behind. What will happen there? Your time in that place has ended. Its fate belongs to me. My heart thundered. Under a single time, 
Welcome, Jason, to the infinite. This place is now yours. Felt a formless presence fly past me in the wind, and then Aiden was gone. Jason. I blinked. Aaron looked at me unexpectedly, and Emma fidgeted, restlessly in her booth. I looked down at them. Oh, sorry. Uh, club. Yeah, hold the tomatoes, thanks. The waitress collected the menus, walked off, and my heart was thundering in my chest. My wife said, you look like you were a thousand miles away. I think I was a bit further away than that. I looked at Emma, just as she blew a straw wrapper into my face. I smiled back, and for the first time in a long time, I could remember I was happy, truly, genuinely happy. I didn't care about the laptop. The fit I left behind, or my body, lying limp on the floor in the living room, I didn't care about the box or the warning. Or the fact that the Aiden's release, all the lights in the house, and the street began to flicker and die as the algorithm arrested the global power grid in seconds flat. I didn't even care that, before this moment, I never even had a daughter at all. <laughs>